This is the best of daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Go to jfbelievers.com for more information. The Gospel of John, chapter 5. Verse 31 says, If I testify about myself, my witness is not valid. Now Jesus continues here in the same line of thinking. One that states uh, a self-testimony, or that at one self-testimony rather, our opinion of ourselves, that this matters really little. Because in our flesh, such opinion is inevitably skewed. That is why it is so important to have those around us, especially those of us in ministry service, who will hold us accountable and speak the truth concerning who we really are. And the fact is, many of us just simply run away. Many of us have run away and even went on to start other churches because we don't want accountability and we don't want people around who will speak the truth to us. You see, without that voice in our lives, we stand in the danger of self-delusion and isolation. So many people will close off all those who love them and truly know them when they get the idea to be or to do something that the hearts around them fail to support, these folks, quite simply, as I've said, just run away. Only to be found out months and years later. Pride is such a devastating disease, gang. Deuteronomy 19.15 tells us, at the mouth of two witnesses, or at the mouth of three witnesses shall a matter be established. Now that's a verse that many of us don't like to hear when we get it into our heads to do something and all those around us fail to support us. Verse 32. It is another, it is another who testifies about me. I know that the testimony which he testifies about me is true. You have sent to John and he has testified to the truth. But the testimony I receive is not from man. However, I say these things that you might be saved. Now, the language here can be a bit ambiguous. And many have attempted to further explain, if you will, the words of Christ. Now, we can gather that Jesus here was either referring to God the Father in this passage or he was referring to John the Baptist. Now, it matters little which one, because both of them are fact. But Jesus did mention John in verse 33. So those who argue that this reference was to John the Baptist, well, they have the interpretive edge, no doubt. And uh, that this version of Scripture tends to lean that way, uh, hence by using a small h in the word he. Even the naysayers believe that John had a certain something from God. John's testimony had weight, and they knew he was blessed by God. That's the kind of witness or counsel we should be looking for when we seek direction or we seek confirmation in our own lives. However, we usually go looking for someone who will tell us what we want to hear. It is so important to confirm our heart in those of godly brothers and sisters. The Bible says there is wisdom in much counsel, Proverbs 24, 16, and 
victory is in many advisors. It's not that Jesus needed the testimony of men, but he received such for the benefit of those around him, that they might be saved. No doubt he did so as an example for us also, for he, he did this when he was baptized. Verse 35 says, He was the burning and shining lamp, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. But the testimony which I have is greater than that of John, for the works which my Father gave me to accomplish, the very works that I do testify about me that the Father has sent me. Jesus, he paid a great tribute to John the Baptist. He called him a burning and shining lamp. Ought to wear that title in our service unto the Lord. He was a light that burned to show his way to others. But make no mistake, he was just the messenger. The testimony that Jesus ultimately brought to the table was his works. His fruit spoke of who and what he was, just as ours does for us. Certainly people can say what they want about Jesus, or about you and me for that matter, but in the end, it's the fruit of our life that really says who we are. And such works both ways, gang, good or bad. We often want others to believe we are something that our works do not support. Like saying, we love Jesus, but we fail to ever serve him, fail to ever serve his kingdom. However, on the other hand, many may cast doubt concerning you or criticize you, but your long-term works speak louder than they do. At first, the people embraced John and his teaching. But you see, as the demands upon their faith heated up, they folded, just as so many do today, so many that have followed. They come, they listen. They don't have any intention to ever follow through with this. And even if they do so intend, once they truly see the cost, so many of them make for the door. I'm reminded of a passage, Ezekiel 33, verses 30 through 32. It says this, As for you, son of man, the children of your people talk about you by the walls and in the doors of the houses. And they speak to one another, everyone to his brother, saying, Please come and hear what the word is that comes out from Yahweh. They come to you as the people come. They sit before you as my people, and they hear your words, but they don't do them. For with their mouth they show much love, but their hearts go after their, after their gain. Behold, you are to them as a very lovely song of one who has a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument. For they hear your words, but they don't do them. The Father himself who sent me, verse 37, has testified about me. You have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his form. You don't have his word living in you because you don't believe him whom he sent. Now God has from the beginning been sending prophets and often even simple messengers, all of which to, to deliver his words and his directions. Yet factually, millions of religious folks have passed through this life believing as the Pharisees did that they were God's elect and in fact, they never knew him and they never knew his truth. God's word was never abiding in them. They heard it, 
maybe a thousand times, but they never dwelt in it. They never actually believed in the one God sent. They never had his word living in them. Jesus had been addressing the religious folks of his day, those who were going through all of the motions of religious commitment. But such, you see, was all just merely external. Jesus had already stated that these folks had never heard the voice of God, despite all of the religious activity upon uh, their own part. Such busyness, hear this now, is not proof of our relationship with God, nor does such affect God's love for us. Despite a lot of movement, God has never truly reached them. Their hearts were hardened and their ears were dull. Pride would keep them out of God's blessing, out of his kingdom, and ultimately out of eternity with their creator. Behind every sin, every barrier we build between God and us is the cancer of pride. No human trait has ever been so devastating. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.